uh, welcome um, to meeting number five of Frodgham Town Council. Joe, uh, item 58, do we have any apologies for absence today? We have apologies from Councillor McEwen and Councillor Stockton. Thank you. Uh, item 59, declarations of interest. Nope. Green gates, but there's nothing on the agenda. Okay. Uh, item 60, requests for the public to speak. Joe, I don't believe we have any members of the public that... There's one over there. <laughs> <laughs> do we? No. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> item 61 is um, a report from our PCSO Neil Flanagan. Neil Flanagan, sorry. Um, that's been shared with councillors who have read the report. Are there any questions at all for Neil? I just got one. Um, and it's just relating to um, in the meetings we've been. Um, looking at provision of um, the path and security around the gates up at uh, the memorial gates. I'm just wondering um, how many um, how many reports have you had of ASB up there, and, and basically when, when? Yeah. Could okay. I could I just contribute here because we've had an email today, haven't we, Joe? Okay. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I know I've had a few days off, but I, I came in this afternoon and saw one from last night, yeah. um, about ten o'clock in the evening. And um, other than that, I'm not aware of any instance reports officially to the police. I have or been copied into a couple of emails that Joe has been copied into in recent weeks and months, um, but no more than that as far as I'm aware. But I am aware that the council is being asked to sort of look into it and possibly spend some money. So what I propose to do, we go, myself and colleague go up there on a regular basis when we're on late. So I'll just make a note of the times when I'm up there and what I find and then at the next meeting in two months, I'll have a full log and I'll, I'll put that in the report of what I found. Can I ask you, we, we put a, an immediacy committee meeting in about four weeks? Wait. Yeah. Could you possibly we'll just drop those a pricey in, yeah, in we'll about three and a half weeks' time, and then we can yeah, jump in it? Just remind you, so you remind you before, yeah. but I'll start that from tonight. Yeah, and we'll do it for the next few weeks. Yeah, that's I'll right. drop you an email. I'll, I'll, I'll ask Joe to drop you. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's not problem. Thanks very much, Caroline. Yes, <clears throat> Joe and I were emailed by um, the local resident from yeah. last night. <clears throat> I think it was a double one. She arrived home and there was some lot of activity at eight o'clock. Yeah. They disappeared and then they came back yeah, several of them at ten o'clock. Yeah. Now I can copy you in on the email but what I've made her aware of is that she can um, there's an app you can get where you can report the noise. Yes. Um, because unfortunately the police have now pointed her back to the council. Um, which I don't think she was very happy about. I've um, had that discussion with her a few times and she wasn't, and it does feel sometimes like we're popping people off by saying, well, it's not always it's there. And I'll always keep an eye on the area, but fundamentally noise, noise is, is a, is, isn't a police issue, it's a council issue. But you're right, the, the app works to treat and should, should assist her in that. Mm. Uh, I have actually recommended she does it both inside and outside yeah. so that we get a yeah. Or, or and the late if she does it very late, 
noise levels, the tolerance levels of the council differ at various times. So from 11 o'clock at night, what might have been acceptable at 8 o'clock isn't necessarily acceptable at 11. So, you know, it would be good to, if she can do it later on if it's possible. And then what I've actually said to her is that the people that she needs to contact are the environmental people yeah. at Cheshire West yeah, yeah, to report it back. But yeah. I'm sorry, Neil, I should have copied you in. But no, no, she no, has fine. You've done so. exactly the right thing. That's spot on. Um, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it as well because it's a bit of a grey area because we call it antisocial behaviour and that's what we're here to deal with is antisocial behaviour and then we're saying well actually it's not all so we will always keep an eye on it as well and, and see. The only problem I have, I only wait till 11 o'clock at night so some of these things that she's recording do happen after that but I can only do what I can do and, and wait till what I'm allowed to wait till so I'll, I'll compile a bit of a report myself and then I'll be back to the, uh, the immunities committee yeah. please. That's okay. Good. Thank you. Bernie? No, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it says that um, it's being dealt with in a robust manner. Well, we're trying to. We know we know a large part of who's causing the issues. And although it has gone quiet, I've been told over the last few nights, in recent weeks it's been every single night. It really has. I've been in touch with the antisocial behaviour unit to see what measures we Take. Got a meeting with Tom Tilly in a couple of weeks because a lot of these rents off Weaverville housing, mm -hmm. and he's happy to try and take a bit more of a robust stance on it and actually challenge parents and put their tenancy agreements at risk. So okay. we'll see where we go. But we are the, the good thing with that is we're aware of who's doing it, yeah. so that's a good start. But it's the same group all the time. We believe so. There are there's a couple of other names that thrown in recently that caused one residence some serious health or possibly linked to some serious health issues and they're a different group of kids but again we're aware of who they are we've got a housing tenant and again that's something we've got a visit to that residence I think on Monday to actually try and ascertain it's definitely this group Prowling around now because I've just passed them on. So. Well, we've just been down before yeah, coming here. We've just been down to Meadow. We've just going down actually driving towards the shops. Right. We, 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 we went to Meadow Court just before coming here. Right. Unfortunately, the fencing around Meadow Court, the, the kids are getting, they're slipping underneath, and it's like a playground for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it has caused us no end of issues. And to be fair, I, I'm not even saying that we've We've been on the ball with it at this point, so we should have been. But we certainly are now. So I'm uh, hoping that you know, we should see it ease in the next couple of okay. weeks or so. Of course, we've great hair. Could we ask Weaver Vale Housing Trust to look at the fencing? See if they can make it more robust. And yeah, I'll speak to I'll speak to Tom. I don't know who was responsible for it, but I'll speak to Tom. I think it's the demolition. Yeah, yeah. We can always ask the guys if there's any way of making yeah. it because it's sort it of raised up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we raised one thing with them. We, we called the guys who were doing the demolition the other week or so ago, yeah, well, we and we said you left your digger unlocked. Mm -hmm. and yeah, the guy who's got the keys, he's away on holiday. So, although you can't start, you can, you can get into the cabin, but you can't start it, you need a key code to start it. And he just didn't seem to. No, 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 no. 
So I'm hoping now that the guy's back on holiday so we can at least lock it at night. But we didn't see that. So all the fencing was down. You couldn't get down the side where the kitchen used yeah. to be. Oh, you could, that was just blocked with all the fencing over. And it was right the way along. So it thought, the one thing that surprised me is this has only happened in the last month or so. Mm -hmm. It hasn't happened sooner. I'm, I'm amazed that they've only cottoned on. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'd have been going back and forth through the summer with it. Yeah. But uh, they're still causing us issues. So we're on to it. <laughs> I've just got one yeah, sure. thing to ask, and that's just the um, community speed watch group. I know yes. you're tasked with setting, setting one up. Is that something we can advertise on yes. the FCC website? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what we're going to do. There's a bit of a long story to it, so I'll keep short, but basically in 2014 um, the clerk at the time contacted me and said we've got a chance to purchase a speed gun, um, would you be interested? She thought great, and that's when we set up the speed watch group, but we did it very much in house through the police, which is how I did it when I was based in Crewe. Well apparently Cheshire East and Cheshire West do things differently. So they should always have gone through the council with us, and we didn't. So they've always been run as a police entity, and really they shouldn't. So to cut a long story short, they've now disbanded. They are no more. We've got all this equipment, mm. which at the moment is land dormant. It's five meters of storage, still safe at the fire station with us. But if you want it back, you, you can add your. They belong to you, but no, um, but I've got, I've got to be open and transparent. So that you you know you know if you want it back, that's fine. But fundamentally, my sergeant wants us to set up a sort of rural wide speed watch group. So we'll come to Halsby, Frodsham, and Kingsley, a load of volunteers, but they all go through the proper channel of the council, the Cheshire West Council, rather than through the police. So that's what we're looking to do. But yeah, great. any volunteers we can get would be great. And coordinates is the main one for the guy, but we need someone to sort of lead on it as well. Okay, that's brilliant. Thanks, thanks, thanks for your time. Thanks, thank you. Uh, right, item 62, and that's to see report from councillors Wiley and Basie. And I know that Chris isn't able to be here tonight. Uh, he is, so Chris is, Chris is at work, and uh, my apologies for not sending you a written report, but you do get all the reports uh, throughout the month that, that we would get anyway. I do know that you've availed Housing Trust project manager, so I will make sure that Neil has um, her details so that he can liaise directly with her. And I think uh, around the antisocial behaviour side of things, you know, it's really, really hard for people who live in an area to report uh, the concerns and um, uh, people that they know, the fear of um, Well, the contacting me. Well, if, if, you're, if you're happy <laughs> to they be... can't get, I'm not, I'm not bothered about that, it's just that they're frustrated because they can't get through to 101. And, it, and it's just continued, continued every night of the week down there. I mean, it is. So, so 101 is an issue at the minute. I was at the police and crime panel on Friday and the uh, new commissioner knows um, just just what a pressure point that is for the constabulary. And a lot of crimes and um, you know, concerns are not getting reported because people just can't get through. Please direct people. If they can't get through on 101, they can do all sorts of things via Crime Stoppers which is online, it's anonymous, they can just uh, use that. It's better to do that than to say nothing. Mm. Uh, you know, even if you report it to Neil, it's not going into the database of the police. And we know that what happens in 
certain areas. But if the police go and look, if somebody who doesn't know us goes and interrogates the police database, they'll not see any reported incidents. And then it's very difficult for Neil to argue that he needs At the moment, Medicourt is a hot spot and there's a, it's just an accident waiting to happen. They're getting in there, it's half demolished, yeah. and they're just in there every night. Well, I'll, I'll, flag, I'll flag that up and I'll copy Neil in so everyone's okay. in, in the same connection. I only know about uh, who these people are because we raged in the fridge <laughs> before, they, before they dumped it. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Um, um, I'm happy to take any questions. The big ticket items from Cheshire West that will be uh, exercising residents are uh, basically the, um, uh, the, the bins. <laughs> So everybody's bin will have been tagged. Uh, Cheshire West is in the process of bringing in a new scheme. It's going to take quite a long time to mobilise that scheme. And uh, you know the, the, the tag on the bin is just starting that notification period. We are inevitably around uh, here going to see some day changes which will cause a little bit of a, uh, a, a kerfuffle because what they're trying to do is streamline the routes to be more um, uh, efficient and therefore more carbon friendly. Um, uh, they published some uh, statistics too internally to show that during the transition there may be some areas where there is a bit of an extension between the old delivery dates and the new delivery dates but there are going to be some interim um, um, things. The only ward for which there is no data yet is Rodgham, so I can't even tell you what our, our delays are, but uh, that query's gone in from Chris and I, and as soon as we, we know anything, we'll, we'll let you know. Uh, I'm uh, thrilled and delighted that once again the planning department failed to listen to uh, Chris and I. We, we went uh, with regards to the TIP application to ask for a longer temporary stay for the TIP, and we were uh, turned down. So Cheshire West whipped it through with a new two-year temporary extension. So they're obviously super confident that they will be bringing forward a new site for us that so far isn't in a budget, that so far doesn't have a site identified, and so far, uh, you know, most people are backed up in planning for at least eight months. But I have every confidence that they will uh, deliver on their promise and we will have a new, improved, in a better location tip because that's what the planning committee uh, uh, whistled through. So uh, let's uh, let's uh, hope that we can we can take them at their word. But I'm happy to take any questions. The one thing I would just alert everybody to, and this is a great opportunity uh, for for all of us to get involved with, uh, we are starting a commission into um, uh, li living longer um, and uh, you know looking at how we actually care for people. So it's an older people's care commission that we're, we're going to start. It's intended to run for about six months, uh, um, drawing some recommendations and conclusions in April. But please, if anybody is interested, do follow that work. Do come and bring your evidence. Do come and tell your stories, because this is a, a, a real opportunity. It's on the website. Uh, it is on the website. Uh, that there has been some uh, early press around, but there will be opportunities for people to, uh, you know, sort of put in their evidence and, uh, you know, come, come uh, talk talk on 
any issues that you want to uh, around getting uh, you know sort of care from caring a, a better position than it is uh, for the party people. Uh, Joe, Joe and I were, uh, <laughs> were having this conversation sadly only uh, a few minutes before everybody else arrived. But so there we go. Lovely. Are you aware that the uh, planning application for the uh, telecommunications masters come back? Uh, uh, sadly, I am. And they still want to put it in the same place. Uh, I think that's to be honest. It's a bit shorter. It's a bit shorter. Is it a bit shorter? Yeah. It's, it's, it's only 15 metres this time. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't picked that up. I just saw the application come back. So, so yes, we are uh, currently in discussions with the uh, case officer around that because uh, fun fundamentally, uh, you know, bar, bar, bar 10 feet. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, uh, for, for, for a lot of us, the arguments that uh, we put up last time are still. The problem is, we don't put it there. Where are we going to put it? Well, I think I think this is uh, you know an, an opportunity for um, uh, a little bit more wider engagement. Uh, I I personally would like to see Cheshire West uh, stand up here. There's a, there's a lot of public sector. Uh, infrastructure in Frodham where Cheshire West could actually mount, mount some masks on its own roofs. Um, you know, as, as could the police, as could fire, as could health, as could, um, uh, dare I say, schools that would potentially benefit from some of the advantages of, uh, you know, perhaps sort of cheaper and better connectivity to bring forward a digital agenda for some of their children. So I think, I think there are discussions that we have certainly offered, uh, we made that offer to planning, we made that offer directly to the applicant, and so far nobody's knocked on my door uh, to say, uh, let's have a walk around for and we'll look at a better location, but uh, there we go. So, okay. Thank you very much, Liam. Super. Uh, so, item number 63 is co-option, and we have um, two... Um, volunteers <laughs> who uh, put themselves forward, and that's uh, Ian Anstis and Patrick Eakin. Um, so, Ian, um, you've, you've got three minutes of our time to introduce yourself. Wow, let's see. Um, <laughs> you, you went for, for being a shout out. Um, that's, yeah. a, that's a summary, uh, summary of my life so far, I think. Um, I was really <laughs> glad when I spoke to a group like Chris, I was auditioning to be a Dane pantomime. Uh, and I got that part, so I'm feeling lucky. Um, I've lived in Fosham now for, I think, over 10 years. I've been, I feel I've been part of the community for longer than that. I'm close to my wife Naomi on top of Fosham Hill, so wherever I walk in the town I can, I can see that. I've got two daughters in local schools, I'm used to councils, I'm used to committees, I'm quite involved in the local community as my children present, so I'm telling you I have been for Christmas to children in this area. Um, and uh, I understand there's a vacancy and I'm happy to have that, and I think that's enough for me. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If, you, if you were successful, what committees would you be interested in? I don't know. Which ones have you got the vacancies on? Which ones have you got the We can discuss. I, I didn't. I didn't I should look more deeply into it because okay. I thought it would be a bit um, thinking. Presumptive. Yeah, that's a good word, it would be. Yes. Okay, thank you. Okay, that's great. Uh, thank you.
you very much, Ian. We're all dead um, Ian's briefing paper. Uh, yeah. Do you want to take a, a vote? Those in favour? That's yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ian, I have a declaration of acceptance of office form for you, and then you can immediately Ooh. try to take it. Can I sit at a table? You, you can. Thank you so much. That's so nice of you. Thank you very much. Okay, so, so as soon as you've signed that, I'll allow a range of them. Have all your pen. I'm, I'm very digital, I'm afraid. <laughs> okay, and um, the second volunteer for co option is. Um, Patrick. Patrick Eakin, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, well, Ian's doing something I should as well. Uh, so I'm Patrick Eakin, uh, nice to see you all. Some of you hopefully all have made me lecture. Um, I think you may also got my literature on a student election in, in whatever that was. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I work globally in Longcorn as a GP. Um, for me, things I'm most passionate about are environmental matters. So one of the reasons I want to put myself forward is to make sure that the culture is like green in time. Um, it's a really nice place to live, and I think we want to keep it that way. Um, I don't have any experience being on council before, so um, I'm new to this, but um, I'm willing to work hard and hopefully get on with everybody because I think we work better if we work together. I don't have a huge amount more to say, um, but I'm probably happy to take any questions. I'd like questions, same questions. No, probably amenities or planning, just because I think with green things, there's potentially an option that we can really make a difference with those. Okay, thank you. Excellent, that's great. Do you want to take a vote on whether yeah. we want Patrick to join us as a councillor? <laughs> that's unanimous, Patrick. <laughs> well done, <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> That's smashing. So, um, moving us on to item number 64, which is approval of um, the minutes of the meeting held on the 26th of July. I'm happy to sign those. I don't believe there is any, any queries. So, can you just in the first paper and delete them on each page and each as well? Okay. I'll do that after. Okay. On. Um, item number 65, uh, which is the account report, um, June 2021. Uh, the clerk has um, provided us with a report. Um, and what we just to note account balances and bank reconciliations. And uh, we need to approve and sign the finance report. Don't believe, well, I believe the was queries and they've been resolved. Yeah. Perfect, so we can sign the finance report. Item number 66, which is an annual programme. So this is just really another one to note, um, to note that the action plan, so in draft format at the moment, um, what I propose we do is following our uh, away day is add to that annual programme um, and we only need to check because it is draft at the moment whether the dates and everything are, are correct. Um, what I'd like to be able to do um, is to review at relevant committees and full town council, so there's quite a lot on there for immunity. So maybe just have um, a standing item 
the beginning of each of the committee meetings just to review the plan to make sure things things are on track. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, is that okay? I've cancelled the Halloween plan. I know you have. So we can, we can we can take that we can take that off. We can we can formalise it properly. Well, we'll um, leave it off the next. Week. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Definitely, but I mean, we didn't have any time this year really to do no. it anyway. So. And I think having an annual programme will, will help us to plan. Yeah, I mean, really, it needs well. to be starting July, June, July, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To have it done properly. Yeah. But that will give us some focus, and I say, once we've, we've got the plan, and we can always add to it um, as well. And it's something that I'd quite like to publish on the website. So after, after our way day, we finalise the plan, I think we'd like to publish it on the website as well. Um, sorry, um, I don't know whether you want to put the festival of walks on there because you know I would value anybody to come and help with the festival of walks as well. Yep, we can add festival of walks onto there. Please, no, no problem at all. Yeah. Okay, item number sixty-seven is uh, our away day. Um, so at the moment we've we've got a nominated day of the first of November. However, conscious we've now got two new councillors, so what I think. I, like to do with Joe, uh, we might not be able to do it this evening, is, is circulate some dates um, yes. and times around um, and see what suits us, see if we can pull that event forward at all. Yeah. All I, I would say is that the original proposal for this was for a three hour session. Yeah. I think now we've got a framework, we could probably do it in two hours, maybe it's an hour and a half. I don't think we need three hours. I'm just thinking if mm -hmm. the last time we may get more people to yeah. Yeah, so fix it. Okay. Well, I say we can we can keep it kind of the the event. If we if we're done in two hours, then then that's great. So I propose okay. it for two hours. Yeah, I would. Yeah, and see if we can bring that date forward. Um, it's an easier window to find than three. Yeah. Okay. Um, the venue at the moment is provisionally at the Queen's Head, um, and there's no charge uh, for that venue. Um, we're going to be able to get a room there. Um, and as I said, in terms of format, I think we've got the bones of an annual programme and what I'd quite like to do is focus on um, short, medium and long term uh, items that we want to move forward and obviously councillors um, Basie and Riley will be attending uh, as well as the Frodgen team so that we can get together and put our heads together uh, and see what we really want to do and be ambitious for Frodgen. So we're reviewing the date, aren't we? Um, we'll review the date. I'll, I'll get together with Joe tomorrow and we'll just circulate some dates of when we think um, we might be able to have a couple of hours um, available and then let's see what's, what fits best. Now, Helen, you also suggested that staff were involved, so uh, two receptionists, Liz and Lindy. Yes. So we'll be involved there as well. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's full, full project meeting. It's mm. half term where it's difficult. Like when is okay. half term? It is, I think it's the last week. Week commencing 25th. I only know this because my wife is very heavily pregnant on June the 22nd. So, oh. um, <laughs> yes, um, bear with me with some availability. Well, that's what I broke the news to work. They're like, what? Okay, we'll avoid half-term. Well, I'd be off, hopefully, so it doesn't matter too much to me. Might be wanting to run away. 
Fabulous. Uh, item 68 um, is the neighbourhood plan, uh, and that's to know an update if there was one available. We've not had an update. We've not had an update on that. Okay. So, could I just perhaps put an update? I don't think, I don't know whether we've been asked, but. Um, I've made a formal request to Jill for an update. Oh, right, because we've, we've actually got a meeting this week. Okay. So, um, but it's, it's quite a short agenda because at the moment we're actually waiting, we're getting, doing a lot of touring and praying with Cheshire West. And uh, I think, as Councillor Riley said, there are issues with planning at Cheshire West, and uh, they keep coming back to us with more amendments to the plan. Okay. Um, so, um, well, we'll make sure it's an item then at the next full council. Yes. Maybe we'll have, we'll have a, a formal update. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Just a written Caroline. update. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Item 69, um, we've received two quotes um, for repairs to the memorial wall. Uh, they have been circulated around. Uh, do we have a preferred? My, my, well, it's up, it's up to council to decide. My preference would be to go for the lowest quote of £760 pounds on the basis that we're never going to fix this as long as the tree is still there. No. So it would be a rolling programme of every four to five years, we may need to repoint. Um, and that quote included pinning, metal pinning at the bottom. Okay. I think that's. Do we yeah. have to take a vote on that? Yes. Jones. Everyone in favour of going with mallet stone masonry? Yeah. Yeah. That's unanimous. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, item 70 is Clark's report. Uh, right, I've just got three items. We've had the external auditor reports to be put back today. Um, the only comment that has been made is that the notice regarding the exercise for public rights, and this relates to the previous year, which is 1920, um, was issued on the 1st of September 2020. It should have been issued on the 2nd. <laughs> so that's the only comment. Other than that, though, it says there are no matters which affect our opinion we draw them to the attention of the authorities. So that's a, Sorry, can I just ask, what, what, what public rights of way was it? Sorry? What was the public rights of way? Public the rights of inspection of reports. Oh, sorry, I thought you public accounts. rights of way. No, this is audit. It's nothing to do with rights of way. Right. Was that like one day's difference between the yes. idea about why was it so important to them? Uh, it's government legislation. Right, okay. We'll give that a pass. <laughs> So I am very pleased with that. Right. Uh, next is uh, we had an email today from a gentleman that's heavily involved with trees mm. uh, regarding the purchase of trees, and I've given the go ahead for those mm. who've already agreed on the 13th of July for those to be ordered delivered to the gentleman's house and then voices to town council. Um, they were due to be planted in October, so we're well on track with that. And then the last thing is, here's the town council done some inspections today down on marshlands and um, the cover for this drain is nowhere to be seen and it's now um, a major thing you might fall down. So I don't know, and I'm wondering whether anybody here knows, is that utilities? So can I go to utilities on that then and ask them to... I can go and look in the hole, first of all. Because I need to know what's in the hole. Um, but it's more than likely to be United Utilities. Can they put some water? I've got, there used to be one down there and there were bollards around it um, on tape. 
okay. just so nobody, if something goes down there at night, yeah. somebody could fall down. Yeah. I've got tape in the office, so I'll do that. So I have a tape, or just something, to so that yeah. even an animal could fall down, down that. Yeah. But I will go and have a look. I, I mean, do we know what's down the hole? No, Steph said she thinks that she can see the cover down the hole, but um, it's not something they're prepared to um, well, go they, into. They, but no. People like United Utilities can just get it out if they can, if it's one of theirs, but I'll go and have a look and let you know. So it's right, right near the sign. Check it out. Oh yeah, yes. It's, it's one we've done before. I went to that one last year. And I'm pretty sure it's in that picture. Right, well, let me go and check. Thank you. Thank you very much, Caroline. Um, oh, that's it for me. Thanks, Joe. Um, can I just ask if we've got any further with the Fields in Trust for Green Gates? I've not. I've not even started it yet. Okay. Um, if I need any advice, there's a gentleman sat there who will be able to support me. <laughs> Thank you. Great. So I'm going to move us now to part B. Um, and this is, uh, we have to exclude um, press and public because we've got some sensitivities uh, in terms of um, some financial information. So um, I'm going to draw part A to a close.